0: Don't, my sweet beautiful oh this one is good let's see how do i describe it furry cozy barkful, warm content <laughs> confidants welcome back to another episode of confidently insecure the podcast we are absolutely <laughs> sure we don't know everything and ah, i am so excited for this episode because i literally just got chills it involves Maybe my two favorite things in the world, which is mental health and dogs and the woman here to bring it all together with us today. Her name is Kate Spear. You might know her from that like little viral Instagram account called The Doggest, which she is the CEO of the company with over 3 million followers. She's also a TEDx speaker about embracing fear and vulnerability, as well as an advocate for, wait for it. Psychiatric service dogs, and of course, teammate of Waffle, Kate Spear. Thank you so flipping much for joining.
1: Can you do that every morning? So yes. I just wake up and I'm like, yeah, I would I mean, love it, to. That is, talk <laughs> about it. Yeah, way to start the day. <laughs> Thank uh, you that, so much for having me. <laughs> I
0: am. I'm genuinely so excited to chat with you. I've obviously been binging your content. I mean, besides the dog is like for Evs, but your personal story and connection to mental health. I mean, girl, you put it all out there, which is just my kind of person. You literally have a TEDx talk called embracing fear and vulnerability. Tell me what is your personal connection to mental health?
1: Oh wow, that's a big one. You're gonna start
0: there. That's I, yes, that's I know I like I like, said, you can get the more in-depth version online, sure. And obviously, you know, we're in mental health month here of October. So trigger warnings, galore. We paste it all over the walls, but like just very casually, what's your deepest trauma? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think that's actually a great place to start. Um, right. but I would first say that I I just my connection to mental health is that mental health is normal. We mm. all have it it's just, it's not a thing. It's, mm. it's an everything. Mm. Um, and I think that's something that I had actually the great privilege of growing up believing mm. was really just, there's nothing wrong with this
0: oh, It's just amazing. part
1: of the body and the mind. Um, I can credit my mom and my dad with that
0: Should Shout not out mom credit
1: for that. Yeah. <laughs> big time. You know, we were like, we were the family that talked about sex ed and kindergarten. Mom was like, yep. You got the vagina. You got the penis. <laughs> and I went into show and tell. And I was like, Guess what? You got the vagina and you got the penis, and everyone was like, "This is not working." Like <laughs> it was already really loud, but this is a whole new. We level. love
0: it. We love that, to see it. No, totally. That um, radical candor.
1: Seriously. <laughs> but yeah, no. So I just I grew up with that understanding. So I'd say my connection started there. Uh, my grandmother grew up. Um, as I was growing up, we grew up in a family where my dad's mom had manic depressive disorder. So mm. back then it was called manic depressive, now called bipolar disorder. Mm. And I just always, I didn't get it. I didn't understand as a kid. I was just very outspoken. Um, very anxious. I have that mm. like shy loud or whatever they call it, you know, just, <laughs> I'm just like, Wah! like when I'm nervous. I just get loud. I'm not, oh,
0: so you know, I don't
1: shrink. I just make awkward conversations and tell my whole trauma story in front the of skirt. an entire audience.
0: We, love that. we need more yeah, of that. Totally.
1: Yeah. No, I'm here for it. Here for yeah. it. Um, so, yeah, so growing up, I just watched, you know, we'd have family conversations with our nuclear family where it was very normal mm. to talk about, you know, if you're sad or you're angry and you had a lot of open communication around that. But then with my grandmother, it was very different mm. and there was a lot of shame there and it I couldn't understand it. And I made a big deal out of it, not surprisingly. <laughs> and so I'd be the, you know, very cute pigtailed, you know, five, seven, 10 year old saying, well, if we don't grandma's not sick grandma's depressed and there's a difference and there's mm. nothing wrong with that and I kept getting mad that we weren't telling her story because I always mm. thought what is more impressive than fighting your mind every day mm. how incredible is that mm. superhero like that is so brave yeah so why would we say it's a stomach bug Ooh. it's not just a stomach bug she has bipolar disorder that's right. amazing and like <laughs> I literally grew up thinking that um yeah. And that is so, I mean, I, I still think to this day, how cool that was to have that outlook and it never Mm. really changed. Mm. Um, again, I would say once I turned 16 and I was diagnosed with my own depression, couldn't Mm. stop crying. I cried all the time. Mm. Um, definitely had a different relationship with mental health. Um, right. Yeah. And I think that's where, like, I think a lot of the time we talk about mental health is this like end all kind of just this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but mental illness and mental health, I think, although they obviously in, you know, mainstream media encompass the same thing. I think it's important to note they're different. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, we all have mental health, but we don't all live with mental illness. There you go. And I think a relationship with mental health is one thing, but once I was 16, I had a relationship with mental illness. And I think that that was, that was transformative in many ways, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. and yeah, so then it went on from there. Do you <laughs> want me to do the whole trauma story? You want I to do mean- it?
0: I I think there's like, there's so much, you have a lot of story. I mean, a yes. similar story <laughs> to myself, actually, in that I was also misdiagnosed with bipolar very early on. They didn't really understand the, the spectrum of mood disorder back then. This is, you know, totally. the DSM-5 is constantly being ripped apart and erased and reformed. And I think right now we live in a really unique time where, thank God, we're talking a lot about more of mental health, but we lived through the time of- Being diagnosed, being pilled, being you know put up in a a facility in a hospital. I did a little stint in an inpatient and uh, outpatient facility. I mean, you have a similar uh, story. But what listening to your TED talk that I I I grasped was this intense moment in your mental health your, your mental illness journey that. When you were in a, a facility that the doctors and nurses said, "You really like we can't help you. You're you're basically unhelpable, for lack of a better term. You're just fucked. Like we don't know what the fuck to do with you." So, oh, totally.
1: You're totally. Yeah. If
0: you want to speak a little bit about, oh, kind of that, that Time, yeah.
1: Totally, yeah. So basically, uh, misdiagnosed mm. with bipolar disorder eighteen, and thereafter I was put on med after med after med got on the treadmill, mm-hmm. <laughs> the medication treadmill. Um, and by the time like a year went by, I started hallucinating mm-hmm. and I ended up every time I would add a med having more symptoms or presenting, mm-hmm. like I had a more severe case of bipolar mm-hmm. disorder. Wow, and with yeah. every med I got worse. I had more mm-hmm. mood liability, more mm-hmm. outbursts, more manic breaks, more psychotic breaks. Mm-hmm. And so every time it happened, they of course would add another med. And right. guess what? I would get worse. Right. right. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it was a really long time. Um decades a long time yeah. to um hallucinate. Uh I have so much. I I just am so impressed with people who live with schizophrenia. It is oh, yeah. um mm-hmm. I don't miss those days. Um, right, right. You know, being literally chased around Middlebury college campus Oof. by demons and having imaginary friends. And, mm. you know, only like four years, uh, three years ago, I learned one of my friends was imaginary. Like it was, it's that wow. ex- extensive. Yeah. Wow. is not real. I have wow. like three years of writing on the internet about Mora, and she was an imaginary friend. So wow. all the things nice. that went down. Yeah. So totally. So basically at my 20, First um psychiatric hospitalization, so internet awards, um, tried a whole bunch of different treatments. Mm-hmm. I was a I was like, they used to call me the perfect patient, and I now regret that. Oh no, because I took all the meds and I did all the behavioral work because I was so determined to mm-hmm. be okay. I just mm-hmm. I wanted to help people, I wanted to be a therapist, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do this. Like, this is you know, you're not gonna stop me. Um, and of course, I was so adherent every time I would get yeah. sicker. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, basically ended up the doctors said, you know. You're at the end of, you know, my, actually my therapist passed away, which is what really happened. And, um, that was obviously really hard, but no one was willing to take me on as an outpatient. Um, so I went to doctor after doctor and I begged and I said, please just give me one chance. Like I'll do the work. I do the work like any, and they said, you know, it's not about you doing the work. Um, and I think that's something we don't talk about a lot is when you're are, when you are at the end of, of the road, when they have run out of treatment options. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this was before microdosing became popular mm-hmm. before academy was like reintroduced, you know, there was a lot of things that hadn't happened, you know, this is about mm-hmm. eight, nine years ago now. Um, and so they planned to send me to this inpatient locked unit and basically my family, Oof. um, was going to just drive me to Massachusetts. Wow. Um, and yeah. uh, the idea was I would live there wow. uh, forever.
0: Wow.
1: Um, and that's again, because of the great privilege of parents and a grandparent, my basically my grandfather had figured out how to endow that treatment because mm. no one could afford that. That's only oh, people wow. who yeah. have the incredible privilege of a family member who could foot the bill. Wow. And that, you know, yeah. it's insane. Yeah. Um, I mean, like totally. even an inpatient unit is costs literally 18,000 to yep. $21,000 a night Yikes. and everyone's always like, Oh, psychiatric service dogs. But that costs $50,000. And you're like, well, guess what? Three What's nights other ward, yeah, <laughs> is more than that. Yeah, so, yeah. Wow. um, but yeah, so then luckily, amazingly, um, and again, this is just proof of how broken the system is. I know this is long. Sorry. It's no, long. it's not. This okay. is okay. totally okay. part okay. of it. Okay. 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 No, you're okay. Right. You're doing <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Did I mention I have anxiety? (laughs) That is very
0: welcome here. You are in a very (laughs) safe place. (laughs) <laughs> um,
1: I basically threw a temper tantrum, you know, like a mm. good old two-year-old, like mm. throwing actually threw China, like oh. my grandmother's China across oh. the, the dining room. Not it's okay. No one liked China. it anyways. Oh, okay. Realistic. Fuck it. Like yeah. it was good. Like kidding <laughs> on the dishwasher. I was letting You're it. Never so, going like, to get rid of yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. It was actually, my mom always says, she was like, that was the greatest. Ah. Um, but I just threw this fit and my dad, who's a health policy expert just called, oh in a huge favor. And so he got me an appointment with the head of psychiatry at Dartmouth college wow. who had worked, you know, all over the country. And he said, you know what? Um, oh, he, he met and he was like, you know what? I'm going to give you one chance with this guy, Dr. C, Dr. Candido. He's a trauma expert. And, um, yeah, I'm going to see if he's willing. I'll, yeah. I'll use, I'll use it. I'll like pull some strings and see if we can get you in. Yeah. Um, and I, I went, uh, and, uh, three, after three sessions, only three sessions, Wow! And he was kind enough to this, this time it was very agoraphobic, like mm-hmm. didn't go out during the day. I would do, I would set my alarm to three in the morning to go grocery shopping at the wow. 24 hour. Cause I was so terrified right. of humans, right. like deeply, deeply ill. Wow. Um, and after three appointments, he was like, you know what, Kate, you don't have bipolar disorder. Wow. You have, um, I believe been living in a consistent medication
0: induced psychotic break for the last decade. Wow. Jesus. What a fucking moment. that must have been, it was such
1: a moment. I was just like, I mean, again, I, I actually, I was so scared. I shit myself. So like, just like <laughs> full on, like, that's my kind of like, I am so yeah. shitless. Like that's a little, yeah, yeah, it was just like a yeah. full and I was like, excuse me. Like I have to go. And he was like, no, 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 we're not done yet. Um, he was like, if you want me to work with you. And I remember just being like, oh my God, like, uh, like my pants, like, oh my God, this is the work. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. he was like, if you want me to work with you, you're going to have to work harder than you've ever worked in your life. And mm-hmm. I know you take pride in how hard you work, but you're going to have to work even harder. Mm-hmm. And you have to agree to that mm-hmm. because you are an urgent case. You yeah. are a case where it's going to take an incredible amount of work, but if you do that work. There might be a chance that one day you will live independently and one day you could even have just a part-time job and, and you have that choice. And tomorrow morning at noon, you have an appointment. And if you show up in broad daylight, Kate, and you face your fear, I will know you mean it when you say you want to do the work. Wow. They so went home. I took a shower. I didn't sleep a wink cause I was just so freaked out. I was like, I right. have to walk out. Yeah. But I think honestly, that, I mean, that was the, that was the turning point. And right. I showed up the next day, freshly showered, um, wow. wearing a diaper. Cause I know it's yeah. going to be really shitty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, like no, like serious fun intended. Um, yeah. and yeah. And I spent the next year doing intensive exposure therapy wow, and he basically diagnosed me with, um, extreme PTSD. Um, he basically, his understanding is that I basically have the equivalent of what a prisoner of war has, because wow. I was constantly gaslit mm. in how the, just how the treatments were. Cause I would say, I don't think this is me, you know, by the end of all those sins in the world, I was like, I am the side effect of a side effect. You wow. guys are wrong. Like I am not mm. schizophrenic and I have nothing, there's nothing wrong with schizophrenia. I just, this isn't me like right, this right. is you. And they, really? um, and only when Dr. Dr. C, you know, told, the psychiatrist and was like, you actually have to take her off these meds. Wow. Um, yeah. So it took about two years of deep exposure therapy and, um, med titration. And Ooh. during that time, just exposure therapy changed my life. I got my life back. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's magic. Casual. So,
0: Casual yeah, and story. Totally <laughs> casual. And then we
1: get waffles. So yeah.
0: So oh my gosh. Kind of... Well, that was going to be my next question yeah. because I mean, first of all, I, I really, I, I'll make sure to link it below, but I, I highly suggest everyone go listen to your Ted talk. You get more um into, into that exposure detail. Therapy. Yeah. If people are. Totally. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: but what I want to know get is it. where do the dogs come into your life? Yes. Queen. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, actually they've always been part of my life. Let's get that out there. There's, yes. oh, I'm always team dogs. Like let's be yes. real you're team wearing dogs. a
0: sweatshirt that literally, says, literally dogs. says dogs yes. yeah
1: this is and it's I was, the new merch right this is the yeah, new it's, oh we've got merch? this this yes. has got it always yeah yes. come and get it I mean this is the team you want to be on yeah right yes I was literally at the vet this morning and someone was like oh really you like dogs and I was like well if you don't you're not my person it's kind of okay
0: also and, do I like but, uh, yeah I'm like, do I like, I don't know. I they love. Know. I know they have, they have no idea what
1: they're doing. I was like, don't, don't, yeah, don't,
0: don't, don't get this Don't open this. Don't go back, yeah, lady. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, um, dogs. Yeah. So basically my whole life, I felt like a weirdo and I am a weirdo. I'm like a
0: proud weirdo.
1: So that's not Welcome a problem. Here. Welcome. Yeah. Hello, nice to have you. I am a dork. I am a goofball. I like go between being like a very sincere monk, like priest person mm. who just is very intense about mm-hmm. how mental mm-hmm. illness is portrayed in the media and I get mm-hmm. very like cynical and angry and like mm-hmm. prosthetize that. Mm-hmm. And then I go to the real Kate, which is just like pure dark dancing in her underwear, like Love you go that. far enough back in Instagram before I got the job at the doggest. Like I literally jiggled for joy every day. Cause I was, there you go.
0: There and you go. Everyone was like,
1: Oh, your body positive. And I was like, no, I'm just grateful <laughs> to be alive. I mean, yeah. yes, my body's awesome
0: but yes. it doesn't matter.
1: And the, body At is the
0: basis of all of that is I am alive.
1: And that's important <laughs> yeah. to celebrate. So if you're not if you're not dancing, something's yeah. off,
0: okay? Yes, 100%. Um,
1: totally. So yeah, so dogs for me have always been like my my people, and I always say dogs are my people in the sense that they are pretty much one of the only places I ever felt safe. Mm. Um growing up and also in college. And it wasn't that I didn't have an incredible cohort of friends. I do. I just <laughs>
0: yeah, and the fuck and, those people. Yeah, <laughs> just screw them. No, they're not a dog. They're
1: totally. I mean, most of my people actually are dogs. Like Great. they say it as it is. They jump up on you. Yeah, they're gonna just tell you whatever the fuck is going down. Like yes. they give you what they are. Yes. and I just humans suck. Like mm. it's like you walk into a room and they're like you say how are you and they say they're fabulous and then you learn ten minutes later they're like grandparent died. And you're like. <laughs>
0: bullshit. Like also I can read in your body language. You're not fabulous. So can you just like shoot it straight? Dogs are just more real are They can't hide their emotions. They they
1: can't literally. Yeah. Yeah. They're safe. And so I think growing up we had dogs and I was just known as the girl who like would come home from school and I'd learn a disability back then. And so it was like, Kate, if you do your homework, you can snuggle trouble. And it was like, it was which is the name of your dog. Who's the first name? Trouble is acting out. No, no, no. not an imaginary friend. Don't worry, we haven't gotten there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That was later Uh, in life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was later. No, Maura did. She had an imaginary dog. She was great. Roxy, love her.
0: There you
1: go. it's wild it is totally wild my life is
0: wild wild. it it really Um, is but like not to cut you off but like it's more common than we think like people don't talk about psychosis people don't talk about mania they don't talk about hallucinations and it's because like to me you know i i have someone in my life very close to me that has uh bipolar um what's it called bipolar Oh, I'm forgetting the word unipolar mania. So unipolar it's, owner, mania. Yeah. it's only highs. It's only psychosis. It's not the depressive and it's fucking awesome. They're oh, like, totally. why would I want to get rid of this? Why wouldn't I tell people this is amazing? And I'm like, well, because it, it, you know, all the symptoms that we talk about the side effects of what that can bring. But I, this is why I'm like, you know, totally. I, I think it's so important to highlight stories like these and talk about too, like you are a functioning fucking CEO in society. <laughs> and we are so terrified of psychosis. We're, we're so, um, scarlet lettering of the, the totally. of psychosis that I don't think, you know, we don't imagine that there is a way out or like a light out. And I can't imagine a better light to be going towards than a life filled with literally dogs all the time.
1: <laughs> it's pretty, I've won. I mean, yeah. Elias, my business partner, I talk about it. I like, like I won. Yeah. He was like, this is called karma gate. You were in hell. Yeah. So it's the least, you know, the yeah. least the world could give you. Well, yeah. Um, Tell
0: me about how, yeah. how did that kind of the doggest job or like, did waffle come in first or like where first? Were they, were all the, about Waffle. Yeah. yeah. So basically
1: yeah. grew up with dogs. They're my people, whatever, yeah. basically doing all this intensive work with Dr. C He's like, wow, you're making a lot of progress. So I got even a part time job. And he was like, whoa, oh, I never thought you'd ever have a job. No offense. I was just saying that <laughs> to get you motivated, you know, like that kind of a thing. Like every day, truth. like, yes. yeah, totally. Like he's just always, I mean, he's still every day, he's like, God, kid, you really did grow up. Like, wow. What? You know, it's he's just so proud. Yeah, no, he's definitely like my proud grandfather. Yeah. He's the best. Um, but yeah, so we, I was just about a year in. So I'd gotten this job. I like, had basically scaled up. I was super motivated. I have the privilege of very intelligent genetics. Um, so I just nerded and I was like, I'm going to figure this out. No one knows social media. So all my friends have PhDs, they're doctors, they're lawyers, but guess what? No one has a PhD in social and guess what? You just have to do it. Um, so I kind of just jumped in and I started working at this company called Farmhouse Pottery and figuring it all out. And through the process, I was like, I am missing something. Mm. And it is a dog. Uh, so I had just gotten together. It was literally seven months together with my now husband, um, but then boyfriend. Uh. And we just told my parents, we're like, we're going to get a Bernie mountain dog. And I just remember my mom going, that is the worst Fucking idea, Kate. That is the worst fucking idea. <laughs>
0: okay, and, like, Bob. Yeah, like, thank you, mother. But,
1: like, at the same time, she's not wrong. She wasn't wrong. It's in a very, yes, totally. It's a ton. And, yes. it, like, financially, just the whole reality is, mm-hmm. you know, a year ago, I had been pulled out after a suicide attempt, being, you know, told I was going to live in a unit. And then I'm telling them I'm ready to take on an A puppy, and my parents were like, "This is crazy." Yeah. So, but you know, I'm me. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going." Like, when I make up my mind, I'm yeah, Yeah. gotta do it. So we got Waffle. Actually, on Valentine's Day in (gasps) 2014.
0: Oh, I will send you
1: some puppy photos because yeah,
0: I'm going to put it on the thumbnail. You know, it, <laughs> oh, you, you gotta, you gotta,
1: she was like, she was literally the cutest dog. And oh. I, I joked that like, I had learned social media through waffle nugget when I started the account, which was really just my way of learning social media, mm. but let's be realistic. It was just, she was a like, cute, 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 Bernie love sound dog. sound like yeah. fluffy running yeah. in the snow. Like uh. I was doing nothing. Um,
0: she <laughs> like was doing all but the work. Seriously. Yeah.
1: She did all the work. Um, But yeah, it was around that time. Just we, I basically started learning social media doing that. And I, in being more in the space, I got really mad and I was like, really Mm. angry. And I was like, the dog's fun. Like, this is awesome. Following the is love this. But like, why is everyone pretending their life is so great? Mm. Everyone is going through stuff. And at that time, you know, I was still hallucinating. Like, I was like, this is all like, it's all a lie. And I'm Mm. so tired of the lies and Mm. having spent, you know, so much of my twenties, Watching the world grow up, watching Mm. my peers get married, watching my peers have kids, watching people follow their dream job and go on that trip. And I was like wearing diapers in a locked psych unit. And I was like, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's not, I don't want to do that. I don't want to, I don't want to be part of the fallacy that it's, you know, that life is only one thing. yeah. Yeah. And so I started just getting. I started slowly and gently, actually Dr. C used it as exposure therapy. Um, Again, mention it in the TEDx talk. If you want to learn what exposure therapy is, but um, basically I would do what scared me, which was telling my story. And so I started sharing that I had panic attacks. I started sharing that I had, you know, all of these symptoms of mood lability and PTSD and every single time it happened, I got flooded with messages, mm-hmm. um, like me too. You just, um, I remember, yeah, I remember one of the times I, I had just, you know, I was starting to share more and more. And it was like a few months in, mm-hmm. and I got this note that said, thank you, Kate. You stopped me from pulling the trigger. Oof. And I just, oh, wow. Yeah. That's- and I, a huge
0: message. It was
1: a lot. Yeah. And I was like, this is what I meant to do. I meant to show up exactly as I am with the truth that there is nothing wrong with mental health or mental illness. It's simply human and life is a both. It's both the joy and the dogs and the, Oh my God. Yeah. Like the whole thing. And it's also crying and having a temper tantrum and it's, you know, like Whatever, like three weeks ago, like I threw a fucking jelly jar at my husband's head in a PTSD oh, hypervigilance yeah. But oh, that's man. part of it. Yeah, that's part but of that's, it. Totally. It's not a bad thing. It's yeah. not, there's no it's morality. It's
0: more common than you think. Exactly. Yes. When it, it's Just, just emotions hidden. are human my sweet confidants. It is mental health month. We have got all these beautiful guests talking about mental health. And if there's one thing that I will always shout from the rooftops, you already know it. You listen to this podcast. You know, I'm going to tell you that you need to be using better help, baby, better help will assess your needs and match you with a licensed professional counselor therapist in a safe and affordable environment. It's just like one of those dating apps. You put in what you're looking for. They give you some options. You find someone that you think you want to like and talk to. And if it doesn't work out, you can always switch counselors at any time, at no cost to you. The best part about better help to me is that I can do therapy from the comfort of wherever I please. Sometimes I do it from my bed. Sometimes I do it from my office. The point is I never have to go into a waiting room ever again. And especially when you live in Los Angeles, that traffic, Ooh, this is such an appealing part of therapy with BetterHelp. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. And I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash CI. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash CI. Fall is busy, 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 gourd season, acorn squash, all those things at the grocery store. But you don't need to worry about that because HelloFresh recipes save you time you'd otherwise spend meal planning or shopping, trying to hunt down those mm, delicious autumnal ingredients so you can get back to what matters. HelloFresh's family-friendly menu is a big win for back-to-school season, too, with easy, delicious recipes for drama-free Dinners. HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, from vegetarian meals, calorie smart choices to extra special gourmet. There's something for everyone to enjoy with recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to d- ensure deliciousness and sim simplicity. Honestly, I love HelloFresh. I personally use them. I cook with Jared. Sometimes I make him do it and I watch him when he's like in a sexy little apron. Again, I love any of their autumnal ingredients and the fact that it's like ready to be used. It's always fresh. I feel like I've just been from the market and it always tastes so delightful. So I want you to go to hellofresh.com slash confidently 14 and use code confidently 14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. Go to hellofresh.com America's number one meal kit and go to slash confidently 14 and use code confidently 14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. Go get it. Exactly. People have their whole lives. And to, every, I'm sure every, it's so refreshing to like, I, I, that's exactly how I started it when I was at Buzzfeed, I made a video that I was all voiceover and I thought I'm gonna put this out and it will be out in the world and no one's gonna know it's me. It's this like anonymous video. Immediately the comments were like, oh my God, I had no idea Kelsey Dara, the person who works at Buzzfeed, who is definitely this person lived with all this. And I was like, oh fuck because I didn't want that attached to me as a totally. professional. I didn't, I was like, this isn't going to help me. This is just going to come up now when people Google my name. And it was the complete fucking opposite. Like I, my entire career was based on watching people receive that information and coming to me saying, same, me too, me too. literally the exact same situation. And and I know the feeling you're talking about of like, it's almost like a relief to go like, Totally. Fuck, I really wish I didn't have to go through all of that fucking shit to be able to get here to be a mental health advocate, but goddamn, I wouldn't be able to be here if I hadn't gone through literally totally. the depths of hell, like crawling through the bottom, you know, like rock bottom, as they say, and therapy, like
1: literally. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It,
0: yeah. It must've been such a game changer for you. I mean, and, and what you've totally. done with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It was a, I mean, Fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. I can confirm this. I'm actually wearing Quince pants (gasps) right now. You are. They are so. They're they're loose. They're breezy. These babies have a button, a fly,
1: drawstring, and elastic in the band. So I can like I can dress them up. I can dress them down. Yes. They are. They're the perfect pant for summer and I'm really comfortable as hell in them
0: honestly I am wearing the quince 14 karat gold earring loop right now Oh my God. I know I think it's so cute it does not tarnish it is so comfy and I have sensitive ears so I'm really mm-hmm. loving this for my body so get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash kelsey for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's dot com slash kelsey to get free shipping and 365 day returns Quince.com/slash/Kelsey.
1: And it still is. I still think of. I mean, I think one of the things you were actually mentioning earlier, just this concept of like psychosis and mania not being discussed. I think one of the things a lot of people actually ask me these days is, they're like, "Well, why haven't I heard about you? Like, where are you?" And I'm like, "Well, I was psychotic. We don't talk about that. Like, if I had had you know panic disorder, or I you know not yeah. saying anything less, but it's yeah. like." It's just that you don't go to that place. If you there's don't a walk, line,
0: we talk about that all the time. They're like, like depression, PTSD, anxiety. Very cool. Psychosis.
1: You're like, oh, canceled. Can't do you're that. We're not going to go. Yeah. yeah, literally. And yeah. I mean, it's, and that's okay. You know, I hold space for that. Like I totally recognize, I think, uh, you know, at the beginning, like I would say when I started doing this and after that, you know, I got that message and I started to getting more, I got way more outspoken and I was loud and proud almost, i mean definitely proud proud of the resilience for sure yeah. um and then i would say uh you know i got waffle and i just my ptsd got really bad um and there was just this point where i realized i couldn't fight for my well-being mm. and share my story online at the exact same time mm. and the act of service which i love doing i think i Fervently believe solidarity stories are service. Yes. Um, and that's one of the most powerful things a human can give is their story mm-hmm. and offer solidarity to another person. Mm-hmm. Um, I just needed to step back for a while. And so that's where I think the last, like I would say, three and a half years, um been me and Watt or almost four, wow, four years almost <laughs> to the doggive. I'm, like, like, I'm like, what happened?
0: I'm like, come on. It, it wasn't a real <laughs> year, even though it added to the <laughs> timeline. We it all, really wasn't. Yeah.
1: I know. I'm like so disoriented. But um, yeah. Anyways, got waffle and the most magical things started happening. And this is just where dogs are just so much cooler than humans. Sorry, humans, love you, but
0: no. I think um, it, most of the audience listening to this is going to agree with you on this whole Okay, dog okay, thing. good. <laughs> At this is okay. As long as we as long as we leading. have some cat people, but like we'll take them. I'm for this okay with that. I'll take that. Yeah. As long as you're also a dog person. Yes. So, you yes, know, it's 100%. like as long as it's a both, we're cool. It's not like an against, it's not a versus. Yeah, exactly. Anymore. It doesn't yes. have to be. It's,
1: Yeah, there's no contention, no, except for dogs are better. But you know, there's no. But you know, we don't. You know, we we cover
0: the cat's ears. Yeah.
1: Um. So yeah. So we got her again. Not easy. Again, my parents had to help out plenty. They love shout out mom and dad. Thanks, (laughs) mom and dad. Um, they weren't wrong that I needed their help. Um, but she started actually doing what I used to call the fluff bombs, where I would just before I would see a hallucination, she would run and hurl herself on top of me. Wow. And it was incredible. And of course my now husband who has a PhD in environmental science, I'd be like, you won't believe it. Waffle fluff on me. Like she can tell when I'm going to hallucinate. And I just remember Dave being like, you know, just like the, just the typical, like put the hand and like, honey, like you're like, (laughs) you, we need to get you back to the the
0: war. Yeah.
1: Like being like, should I like literally no it was like, should I call your parents or Dr. C? And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, no, you you gotta
0: see it to believe it. (laughs) Totally.
1: And like, you have to understand. I mean, whatever, seven years ago, when this was all going on, this was before there was like this resurgence of service dogs and Mm you see them a lot more on college campuses and such, but Mm -hmm. it was not normal. Like guiding eye dogs for sure. Mm -hmm. There were maybe, you know, there were limited, limited. There were two programs in the country at the time, actually Mm -hmm. that had veteran PTSD dogs, but no one had ever been like, Oh yeah. Psychotic psychiatric service dog. Totally. That's, that's a normal. Thing.
0: No, that's yeah. not, a thing. Yeah.
1: No, not a thing. So I, of course, being my stubborn self, just was like, okay, my entire family, they're all scientists. They all love data. Wow. And I was like, well, guess what? I can spreadsheet like you, like what? You can't Look spreadsheet. This. I can spreadsheet fucking <laughs> watch me. So I literally kept track of all of my hallucinations and I kept wow. track of all of my fluff bombs and waffle. It turned out was queuing every single one that she was nearby. Holy and shit. Yeah, it was insane. And I just remember that moment of being like, oh my God, my life is about to change. And that wow. again, I think Dr. C was like the first moment, like that first opportunity. But living with hallucinations is something that there aren't really words for it. Uh, yeah. you know, like mine are very graphic and we're very graphic in nature. And uh it's really hard to live in public life when. Things are flying at you, or you're seeing your body in a tree or or whatnot. And those were the type of manifestations Oof. that my mind had conjured. Um, and a lot of the issue was the unpredictability. And I think a lot of people relate to that, you know, with anxiety. It's like, well, just tell me, you know, like what are we doing? You know, it's like today. I was like, what are we talking about? <laughs> you know, but it's good. Like uncertainty yeah. and discomfort are great. It's yes, growth. Totally. But at the same time, For me back then, I was too ill and too anxious to be able to navigate social circumstances. Mm. When in the middle of a conversation, I would be blindsided by this vision. Wow! Um, And so I read a few articles, literally not much, and I was like, Google Scholar. Okay, here we go. And obviously, dogs' noses are fabulous. They're the world's best thing. They can smell. I think it's three hundred times. Three hundred something. Insane. I won't. I I don't. I'll send you the stat. Yes, I'm, is, not, yes. I'm like not remembering Inserts right now on a Friday sat afternoon. <laughs> Insert that here. Um, just their noses are insane. And so I read enough to be able to realize that seizure alert dogs had been trained based on phenolics. So how the body smells. Mm. And I was like, okay, if they can do that, then that's what's happening here. There's a chemical thing that's occurring in my body before nice. I see a vision and waffle is picking up on that. So I did what every Vermonter did. Every human did, right? Like that's normal. You're psychotic. You're figuring out. I drove to the nearest farm stand and I bought 10 pounds of bacon.
0: Casual Casual. weekend in Vermont.
1: (laughs) Super (laughs) cash, super (laughs) cash. Yeah, so I literally started training her. Um, So I took one of my t-shirts after I'd had a particularly bad um, hallucination. And I'm sure everyone's had an anxious sweat, you know? Or if you haven't,
0: I mean, God bless you. Yeah, seriously. Good. Whoa. Good. Like
1: what is that? Yeah. What yeah. is that? Also, but you should pro-
0: probably go get that check because that's not Yeah, like
1: seriously. <laughs> like, what are you on? <laughs> you think I'm on something. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <sighs> um,
1: but yeah. So then I basically when you're nervous, obviously you sweat differently than when you're working out. Um we can get into all that. If you want to ask me about that, send me a message. I'm not going to spend 40 minutes describing what happens the with cortisol in your body. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll just, we'll just leave it there. Yeah. Um, but basically I took one of my stinky t-shirts, put it in a Ziploc bag and I would open the Ziploc bag, request a paw waffle, would give me a paw. And I'd give her bacon, her favorite thing in the world. And I did this over and over and over again. And I did it consistently for a year. Um, wow. in a variety of circumstances, both in our, you know, cabin at the time and then outside. And I trained her nose. I literally trained her nose to smell my body and wow. this change in my yeah. body. And she generalized it. She got it down. So right now she, she literally can be the farthest we've ever had is half a mile away that she'll come back. Wow. I was, oh. which was incredible. I was on a team hike my first year at the doggest. Yeah. And, um. Elias was like, you were hanging back, like everything. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I was just seeing a lot of stuff. Um, I was having a lot of flashbacks and he was like, yeah, I would see waffle come back. And I was like, oh yeah, she was smelling me. And he was like, but she was like half a mile away from you. I was like,
0: dog's noses, man. Dog's knows this. Yeah. Wow. And so can you just for listeners explain totally. maybe yeah, the yeah, difference yeah, like- between what a psychiatric service dog is and a service dog, because same. I think they're the same, but yeah, no, no, yes. no. Like, I I think the other, the other thing people think of too, is like an emotional support animal, which I know like you can get into that whole thing about like, what is actually an emotional support animal? And like, you know, the, the advantages that people kind of take of being and all that, but like, can you kind of just generally like, let us know what the differences are
1: for sure? Yeah. So it's a very simple breakdown. There's three in the United States, three delineations of dogs in the kind of emotional help space. There's a therapy dog, which is a certified dog. That's been trained to help all types of people It's generalized. There's a certification attached. There's an emotional support animal. That's just a dog that you literally get a letter from your supposedly psychologist or psychiatrist, or in this modern day, some janky website online, Google and. Yeah, literally that's that. Then there's a service dog and a service dog. There are many different types of service dogs. Although we don't talk Ah, about psychiatric service dogs as if it's like a thing we think of it as like, Oh, that's an anomaly. They're actually like, there's just one understanding under the ADA, just the American disabilities act Mm -hmm. of a service dog. And that's a dog that has been task trained Mm -hmm. to assist a person with a disability. Mm -hmm. That's it. They're just task trained and There Again, there are no, and a lot of people don't understand this. There's no certification process in the United States. Mm -hmm. There's no test you go under. Um, There are public access standards. Mm -hmm. So uh, assistance dogs international is the governing body of assistance Mm -hmm. dogs worldwide Mm -hmm. and assistance dogs can be, you know, that's just kind of how they're lumped in. Um, But uh, so there is a public access test that they determine. Mm -hmm. Um, But basically the only thing an individual with a disability Needs is to be able to say this is my disability, and these are the two or three tasks that mitigate that disability. Ah, so yeah.
0: So I I had um, the confidants will remember Barry, our first foster dog, a couple years oh, ago. Yeah. He was I just knew he was more special than most dogs. So I was like, you're so fucking smart. The same thing with like waffle fluff bombing you. I was like, you and I are like soul bonded in a weird way that like I can't explain to people. And we started to train him for when I would start picking my eyelashes, I have the trictillomania and, and that's kind of like yeah. my anxious tick, if you will. And we started to train him to put my, his paw on me whenever he saw that happening. And this motherfucker got it in like yes. 15 minutes. I was like, excuse me, sir. How did you get that? So Like they are so smart. And I w- was working with a trainer at the time. And I, you know, asked, I was like, okay, so what else do I need to like do to get him certified. And he's like, well, there are, you know, certificates you can get online, but there isn't a, like you're saying, there isn't like a stamp or a vest that a dog needs, but there is also a, what you're kind of talking about is that standard level of uh, pub- is it public access that you're saying is what generally it's
1: yeah it's like public access is is generally like the framework at least within yes. the community that people that it, people want to like meet us right
0: and, and i watch this on tiktok all the time where i'll see dogs yeah. like who perform acts of service you know for their teammate. And then there are (laughs) the accounts that are also kind of like, I don't know if exposing is the right word, word, because I always think like, we don't know someone's situation. Like, we don't know if maybe their dog is new in the training or is usually only at home. Like, how can we as a society start to embrace like the idea of service dogs beyond a visible disability um, without being so like judgy McJudgersons about it, or yes. do we need to still be a little judgy McJudgersons? I don't know. No, I don't What's know either. I, I, I mean, <laughs> I will
1: say as someone who's like, I felt, I mean, ama- amazingly, I still feel nervous. Mm. Like even with what I've lived through, you know, yeah. it's like, Oh, I've hallucinated for 10 years. <laughs> It's like, Oh, that's not real. Like what? Like, what's it's that? It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay. Like, I mean, I entirely lost my twenties and I mm. still get nervous going out in public because mm. of people who judge. Mm. So I generally say that when in doubt, give someone the benefit of the doubt mm. mm-hmm. and, and like kindness goes places. And right. the people who are fucking with the system, first of all, I'm just going to say it. Sorry, mom fuck you. <laughs> Cause, um, it's really hard yeah, to live with these conditions right. and like, that's not cool. And yeah. so I think one of the things that I'm most frustrated about most of the time is that waffle and I, as a team, we're not shown grace because mm-hmm. I present high functioning and able-bodied, which I am. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I also have a disability. And so in those moments, you know, especially after COVID where we spent almost a year and a half without being in public spaces, mm-hmm. people be like, oh, she's one of those. That's a
0: faker right. being
1: like, oh yeah. So what's your disability. Right. It's like, right. And that's really, really hard, especially mm-hmm. for someone who has anxiety, any, mm-hmm. any condition really yeah. that, it's hard to talk
0: about publicly. It's like and another edition of it. it. It's exactly the same level. And, and I think like because using the dog is is so helpful. I, I think also as a, in media, we've been trained, <laughs> no pun intended, to think that like service dogs can only be like labs or like short haired chocolate labs or like a golden yes. retriever, right? Like, is there there's no parade? I mean, you have a fucking Burmese mountain dog. Totally.
1: And that actually is a total anomaly. So it is good to note that like generally service dogs are those breeds. So they're Mm -hmm. English Labradors or, um, golden retrievers. And that's literally, I mean, there's, they're called the fabulous four. So Mm -hmm. you'd also include poodles and German shepherds. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the considered to be like the four standards of working breed. Uh. And if you're like super hyperactive, I think you could probably train a Collie, but uh, you gotta be like running 20 miles a day. Yeah.
0: And, that dog you know, is way too active.
1: Yeah, no, I think, <laughs> I'd be no, like, no, sit out. Yeah, like, Hi. like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, this is not working for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> refuse to meet your needs. I need you to meet mine, but I refuse, yeah. so it wouldn't really work out. Um, so yeah, wait, hold on. This just got cut off.
0: Oh no, it's not Sorry. cut off on my end. Oh, okay. There we go. Okay. We're still, I can still hear you. You still love it. Day. Okay. Perfect. Um, um I,
1: So so I trained waffle basically, and then everyone was like, Oh my God, please come speak at our event. And I went to an event and Elias. So he says, was like, Oh my God, I need to meet this woman. Uh, so he came up in the middle of a snowstorm, and we literally just went for a walk. And I told him pretty much that. I mean, honestly, I think the direct quote is, I think you're an idiot. Like why haven't (laughs) you built this into a bigger company? Um, Elias
0: is the photographer who does the photos for the That Exactly. And you're like this social media queen at this point too, with what you've been doing with waffle. And it just seemed like the amalgamation of everything you've been gone through, you know, storytelling, social media, dogs, mental health, uh, that relationship to me just makes so much sense. So to hear you go like, why would I, why would you talk to me? Why haven't you built this into a brand? It's like, well, yeah, duh, you were the missing piece.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you. I mean, he now says that, which which I should get on like record because yeah, he's
0: very he's very quiet. Count, so. count it, the count it. Yeah, whoop, the check record. it. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so my day is a dream. I I we tell stories that's what we do. Um I really think stories are medicine. I think somewhere along the way we got really lost and thought it was only came in the form of a pill. And that's just not true. No. As we all as both you and I've learned. True. Very true. <laughs> um it does not mean I'm not completely pro medication if it works for you. I take yeah. I still take an antidepressant.
0: There you go. Helps.
1: You know what? No side effects. Lets me do what I'm doing. Um mm-hmm. but truly I I just think there are so many alternatives and I actually think psychiatric service dogs are one of the most fabulous alternatives. I truly yeah. believe that. Yeah. Um, I actually think one of the things that I've been actually writing a lot about and I haven't even been public about yet is just so get
0: ready. Oh people. my God. Exclusive. Everybody pay attention. <laughs>
1: um, it's just that the very idea of a task um, built in by the ADA, understandably, the, there are terms included in that about how task training cannot be companionship, that Mm -hmm. companionship is not a task that, Mm -hmm. um, basically having presence is not a task. And I, Mm. I just disagree.
0: Um,
1: I totally disagree for individuals with depression and anxiety, having camaraderie is everything it's
0: almost like the people writing the fucking rules have don't have a dog no
1: no well not only that but it's like they don't have they've never met someone with mental illness just like yeah it's like okay so so yeah so depression is the leading cause of disability worldwide but heaven forbid we give them a dog and help them get out the door is that what you're saying is every time that that's not worthy and that's something where it's really interesting and i think there's a lot of work to be done totally um I think right now, one of the biggest issues is honestly that there just aren't enough service dog training organizations yes. that we haven't yes. harnessed the power of yes. service dogs. And we haven't really thought about how we can really transform, mm-hmm. honestly, restorative justice, utilizing uh, puppy prison programs. And oh
0: my gosh, I'm and so and glad like, you
1: brought that up. Totally, no, it's my biggest thing. I think my dream right now, again, is to get what has happened to the VA. Actually, thank you, Biden. Happened in yes. August. The yes. VA approved that service dogs will now be covered. The cost will be covered oh. by that. Wow. Huge. Like, it's like
0: 2020. It took God. 2021 to fucking get, I mean, what the fuck? Seriously,
1: though. Seriously. seriously but at the same time, yeah. you can't, there aren't dogs for these people. Mm-hmm. So it's the same idea. It's like, oh, we'll pay for it. But heaven forbid we endow programs that mm-hmm. would, Mm. offer well-trained dogs. Um, And I think it's really important to note that although I was able to train waffle, like my success in training tugboat, Mm. she is being professionally trained. Like she right now Mm. is at puppy camp because the the work that goes into training a service dog for public access and doing all of the work. That's a, it's a lot. You shouldn't have to do it on your
0: own too. It's a fucking full-time job. I think like, literally, especially when you're already dealing with your mental illness. It's like, I I think it should be seen the same way that you look at someone with like a physical disability, that a visual disability, rather where it's like, you can sign up. Um, hopefully your insurance approves it, which that's a whole nother conversation. And then (laughs) the dog is ready to go. You build that relationship. Totally. It's already built into their, their processes and you don't have to spend time with the frustration. I think that comes oh. along with, and you know, while Barry was only a foster, so eventually he did give us, you know uh, he did get adopted out. It's something I'm doing with every foster we have. It's I'm starting to teach them cues and it's a full-time motherfucking job. So how can we, as people and listeners get involved in this sort of advocacy? Cause I think everything you're saying, everything from like the restorative justice prison programs, I'll link below a couple of organizations that do actually have that service. Totally. Yeah. I was going to say that in, in Los Angeles that I work with, which is insane. Um, But like how, yes, what can we do as listeners to kind of advocate for all the stuff you're saying?
1: hundred percent. I mean, I would say it's about honestly talking about it. I think one of the greatest things you can do is just talk about mental health and mental illness, like it's normal because it is normal. And I think that's the first thing is just make it normal. Mm -hmm. The other thing, and this is never talked about as much. So it's like, yeah, tell your story. Listen. That's an that's an action. And it's Mm -hmm. the greatest gift you can give to someone is a safe space Mm -hmm. to talk about this stuff. Mm -hmm. So next time someone's awkward at a party and they say something weird and everyone laughs, stand up for them Mm -hmm. because that person is already fighting a fight. That's Mm -hmm. hard. Mm -hmm. And if someone else could just be like, Hey, today I'm an ally for you. Mm -hmm. I'm here. Like, hey, we don't know what's going on. Like, what's your problem? Like, why is it funny to make fun of someone having a hard time? Yo, like. You can make it socially acceptable, but that's a huge, huge thing to do. And then in terms of psychiatric service dogs and service dogs in general, there are a ton of organizations out there. I'll send obviously all the links. Links Um, Yeah. But it's a lot of it is it's all donor-based. So again, I think that's where it's just, if you can, you know, and you do giving Tuesday or something like that, being thoughtful about expanding that. But I really think like the pendulum is- you know, it's slowly, I mean, my life, like it's changed so much. Like yeah. <laughs> in high school, when I was weeping and advocating for myself to be able to go to class crying, mm-hmm. I, that, I was one in, I mean, no one talked about it. I was like the one extreme, extreme weirdo. Mm-hmm. And now people at least talk about it. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, it's really about just keeping the conversation going yeah. and really being open with curiosity consistently to other conversations and other people's perspectives mm-hmm. because mm-hmm everyone's got their own story, you know, like yeah, you do, like we all yeah. do. And, um, yeah. if you dare to ask, it's, uh, it's more often that you'll, yeah. you know, you'll yeah. get, you'll get, you'll get something. So yeah.
0: And it's out yeah. there. I think that's the other thing to know is it, it might take a little bit of digging, digging to find maybe something in your area or like in your town, if you're not totally. like a major metropolis city. But I, I think it's like, know especially if you're an animal lover if you understand the joy that animals bring you uh, what greater gift can you give to someone else than the you know the ability to leave their fucking house with their dog you know no (laughs) seriously
1: and i think honestly if you're looking for like one place to start Mm. you can honestly go to assistance dogs international website and they list all of their accredited programs and in addition to donating you can literally puppy raise. like your job (sighs) can be to hang out with a puppy for a year yeah. like that's your job and that's yeah. so powerful so I yeah. think there's there are tons of different ways to do it um like yeah. you can be a breed like a breeder host you can literally have a litter of puppies in your house for eight weeks oh my god uh, that sounds always, like my yeah.
0: personal nightmare because I know me how too. much a puppy yeah, no, I
1: can't I can't do it. I'm like no no thank you I'm like <laughs> no,
0: giving me 12 year old that was like hit by a car and has one eye like that's more my speed but um uh that's so amazing um and too like uh tell us what's going on with the dog is Cause I know totally. you guys launched some new things. There's some events happening. Tell us what's going on. All with the, things. the Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah. So we're, we just kind of do it all.
0: I don't know. Everyone's always like, what are you, how do you do this? And like, I just don't
1: sleep a lot. Yeah. Casual, which is <laughs> like, like whatever. maybe yeah. the
0: most arguably the most important thing and like keeping hallucinations at bay is get some good sleep. <laughs>
1: so true. My doctor, Yes. you, you sound like someone I know. Maybe. Oh gosh.
0: Maybe I don't know. <laughs> not a PhD dropped out of three colleges. So no far, far, far. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, we've tons of fun stuff going on. I mean, I think the thing I'm most excited about right now is the, I mean, there's two, I'm going to tell you two, one, uh, we're in the process of shooting a mini doc about oh. waffle and her successor in training tugboat. Oh my God. And that is, again, it's going to be a longer term project. So we're shooting, yeah. you know, we've already shot it for a year and we'll shoot it for another year. So that'll uh. share the journey of both, Waffle's experience with me and Tugboat um, being trained, but then also to Waffle retiring. So that's Aww. a huge deal. So that project, I'm just over the moon excited yeah. about. Um, and then in addition, you know, we've got hopefully some things going with a TV show that'll come out. Um, but then, yeah, get all the doggies. Um, yes. Then the most exciting, I think, we're doing just online is we're doing, we've kicked off the doggist Fund, which is this concept of just empowering nonprofit wor- wor- work in the canine space worldwide. So we really just want to make a big difference and we've already, you know, done a transport from China where right now, um, this past month, we literally underwrote all of this work for the search and rescue team, which is actually a huge deal for mental health. Um, it's how a lot of people who are psychotic and, um, have a manic break are found. They're found by these search and rescue teams. Yeah, it's incredible. You should check it out. I'll send you some links. Yeah, it's,
0: please, it's, it's really Im- that's powerful impressive work. And like yeah. I'm putting, I'm like filing that away as a. reason. Yeah, like, you're like, okay, I'm gonna interview them next week. Yeah, yeah. Oh so, yeah, dogs <laughs> and mental
1: health, great. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and so and right now we're having rescue month. So October is also rescue month. Oh my god. So, yeah, it's like the best. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm in heaven. I'm like, yeah. yes, okay. So right now we're celebrating an adoptable dog day. Um, oh. And like, if you want to be as awesome as Kelsey, like foster makes yes. a huge, it, it's huge. Yeah. All rescues need it. Um, and yeah, so we're raising funds for these four rescues
0: in and city. you gotta, you gotta promo the cute merch because I was oh, on totally. the website earlier today and I was like, okay, I just like <laughs> dragging everything to my car. I'm just like, take my fucking money. Um, and not that they need it, but obviously go follow the dog on Instagram, but where can people hear more about you and waffle a Dugboat and, and what your journey promo promo, plug, 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 give me all the things. Not good at this. That's you know, this is
1: not my forte. Uh, yeah. So obviously follow the doggest, um, yeah. waffle nugget is our Instagram. And, um, we just share the whole, the whole kit and caboodle there. Um, if you're, solidly into the mental health stuff, like full on in You can hang out with me on Kate Spear. I also have a website that has some of my writing. Um, my book is just years away, so we're not going to go there.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently working on my second and I want to literally just like, read anything. That's not my book. Like I'm just yeah, like, no, it's, it's, it's a distract lot. me. It's a, it's a fucking it's, process. We yeah, can like, commiserate like, over that.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> like pulling snake venom out. And yes, it's so yes. cathartic, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, I got from like five to seven yeah. 30, and then I'm going to get up and run a company no. and be all like cheering. No.
0: Yeah, yeah no, I'm blocking out like six hour days to like cry, <laughs> heave snot and then like go back in. It's like, where's my fucking <laughs> therapist right now? She knows she's on double time right now. <laughs>
1: So real. Um, yeah, but basically anywhere online. And then obviously go to the You can be join the team. Yes. Team Dogs, team the dogs. one to do. It's um do. all of our stuff is ethically sourced. It's good. Yes. Um, but honestly, like the inspiration for this is literally I used to walk into a party and I'd go find the dog. Can I relate to that? Anyone? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, party of yeah, everyone's like, yes. I get that. Yes. And I was just like, what if you could walk into a room and be like, Well, there isn't a dog, but there's a dog person. There
0: you go. That's an identity I can get on board with. Absolutely. Well, holy shit, Kay. I'm so glad we met and I'm so glad we connected. And I'm so grateful to you for like, not only just sharing your story here, but everything that you're doing in this space, because I think it's so important, so necessary and like everything you're message and morality is behind we completely fucking agree with and support and you're just badass and i hope we can stay connected and maybe when the the mini doc and the tv show and your book is all out you can come back and share with us what you're (laughs) up to I would be honored. Thank you so much, all of you, for listening. I know there was a lot. Oh, absolutely. Um, Obviously, you can check out all the links below. I think this is going to be a link-heavy episode. Um, And (laughs) don't forget, you can rate this five stars on iTunes. It always helps other people to find the episode. And if it's not going to be five stars, please don't rate it at all because I am sensitive. Speaking of sensitive, the merch is out. It's fall. You need a sweater. Okay, I need to send you a sweater and a book, obviously. Please give yes, me your address please. after. Yes, Will do. Um, and we will see you next week, Confidants. Have a great Mental Health Month. we will see you next week.